This is Sports Talk with Jack Wilson on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. It's been an amazing run for the Nashville Predators for the first time in their history. They are in the Stanley Cup Final. Will it be the Ottawa Senators? Will it be the defending champion Pittsburgh Penguins? Well, right now we don't know the answer to that, but I tell you what, we can talk about the Nashville Predators because it's a real pleasure on Sports Talk with Jock to be joined by a Stanley Cup champion, the coach of the champions here in Calgary in 1989. He's now part of the broadcast team with the Nashville Predators. Terry Crisp joins us tonight. Crispy, my old room dog, how you doing my friend jock my old roommate i'm doing great thank you and thanks for calling i didn't know if you were still kicking around or where you were if you're in jail or whatever but i'm <laughs> glad to see they paid the bail got you out and you're still working nice. <laughs> I, I say stranger things happen in this world you know that crispy you know that I, I tell you what you lived the 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 run here in 89 and it was great the red mile uh you were telling me off the air it's the gold mile in nashville uh smashville i i just see it on television maybe set the scene because this looks like a heck of a lot of fun yeah, you know what? It, it, it brings back great memories of 89 in Calgary when we uh, made that run and, and brought Lord Stanley into Calgary. And when they started the Red Mile, and I tell the people here, uh, gold is our color, and obviously we got the gold monster and the gold. But I said, when they first started the Red Mile, and some guy, I think, trademarked that phrase, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> in Calgary, trademarked the title, the Red Mile. And I said, it just started with a couple of saloons, a couple of the bars people started, then it started going down, and it, it just gathered legs of its own as we went along in the playoffs. And then as we get deeper and deeper and higher and higher, it just, just took off on its own. And it's the same thing here, because everything is right downtown, like they were in Calgary, all the places right near the saddle home. And it, it just, the streets just fill over. They all party. But it, it's very, very... Uh, contained. There's no rowdiness, no stupidity. It's just they're just happy and having fun. When are you singing the national anthem? They've had all these A-listers out there. You, you know what? They can't afford. <laughs> I told them. I said, you know, uh, they said, well, we had Garth Brooks, but we'll uh, we'll uh, get rid of him if you want to do it. I said, well, if you get Garth, you can have him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I tell the people down here that all of our Canadian brethren up there. Uh, the biggest thing they're interested in is, like you just said, who's going to sing your national anthem? Who's singing the... But you know what? Down here, it's like trying to get into Port Knox. I don't tell you a thing. You're not going to find out until it's time. <laughs> you know, Crispy, that, that 89 team was special, and, and it was deep, and, and there was great goaltending. You know, deep down the middle, the defense was obviously very good. I, I'm not sure this Nashville team is, is quite as deep, but I will say this about this Nashville team, and you can either confirm or deny, uh, you can't do anything in these playoffs without great goaltending. And what Pecorine has done unbelievable. Jock, you know you're dead on, right? When every time before the playoffs start, they all ask you the same thing: how how is your team going to do? How well are you? Who's going to win the cup? And I always maintain and give this same old line: that you know what, the team that has the best goaltender on that given season, maybe they're not the season before or the season after, but that particular season, like this year, the team that has the best goaltender and stays healthy and stays the healthiest without too many injuries. You know you're going to have a few, but if you have some injuries to your key players, you just can't fill the void. So to me, the best goaltender and staying healthy is the two best keys 
to winning the Stanley Cup, let alone, hey, didn't hurt when Edmonton had all that talent either. That didn't hurt. <laughs> no, no, exactly right. Well, hey, I, I, I remember the 89 Stanley Cup run, and, and you lost a great defenseman in Gary Souter. Uh, you know, obviously, you need good defense to win in this league as well. Uh, unfortunately, Nashville loses, uh, you know, a real key player in Ryan Johansson. And uh, I'll be honest with you, Crispy, when, when Fisher is out and uh, when Ryan is out, I'm thinking, oh, man, I don't like their chances to finish off the Ducks. And they found a way. How did they find that way? You know what? The biggest thing was that we lost young Fiala when he got the leg, right. the bad leg injury. Then Craig Smith went down with it. I think it's a lower body, and I'm, as far as I can tell, it's a groin. Nobody's okay. ever said yet. So we lost them two. And then Captain Fisher, Mike Fisher, goes down, one of our top centermen, especially in face-offs and going to the net. And then our most skilled and number one centerman, Ryan Johansson. And, and Jock, I'm exactly like you that I'm thinking, we can't pull this off. No. I mean, you can't just go down to the minors and, and pluck these players off of trees and fill those voids. And yet, the thing is that Sissons stepped up, and Colton Sissons, he stepped up enormously for us. Young Goudreau came up, and he played well. Salamaki came in and played well. Then all of a sudden, uh, Austin Watson started to hit stride. Neil started to pick it up for us. So a lot of the guys just started to pick up their tempo and play better. But I have to be honest, in the Anaheim series, not so much uh, Chicago series and not so much the St. Louis series, but the Anaheim series, Pecorine stole games. And I got it. And Randy Carlisle, I was listening to his post-series quotes, and he sort of said, you know, he said, you know, he said, we deserved better. He said, we were the better team. Now, if you want to go down on paper and say that, I won't argue with Randy Carlisle. But they didn't get it done on the ice, and he still can't figure out why they didn't. And, and the simple reason is, the reason they didn't do it was because of Pecorine. Mm-hmm. He won three games, the last three games, mainly by himself. Mind you, in the last one, Colton Sissons gets a hat trick, and the guys slam the door late in the game on them, <laughs> a couple of empty net goals. But it, but it's all hinged on Pecorine. Well, you know what, and and I'll give your head coach a little bit of credit too, and and you're a Stanley yeah, Cup winning right, coach, good, good one. Peter Laviolette. Uh, that that's quite an accomplishment. Three different teams, uh, you know, to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, that's that's a pretty, you know, only the fourth coach in in Stanley Cup history to do that. That's good, and you know what, I, I you're dead on right. He, he and his staff have just found a way to fill the gaps, fill the breaches, push the right buttons, pull the right levers. And having a coach for a lot of years, I sit up in the booths and or watch him wherever I am, and, and it amazes me how he can. And he's not afraid. He's not afraid to make moves in midstream. He's not afraid to sit guys out. And if you're on the second line and you're not producing like a first, a second liner or a first liner, you get dropped. You go down to the third or fourth until you earn your right to get back. And the team appreciates the fact that it's not just by accolade that you go there or by somebody saying, well, you're a first-liner. No, you earn that right. And, and Peter Laviolette's been around enough times into the Stanley Cup and won one and been there a few times. You know, he says, nope, you, you'll earn your stripes and get back in here. And, and he, he'll, he'll change lines in the middle of a game. Yeah. If he has one guy that's not going, he'll switch him, put another one. I like that. Uh, I like guys who, who are not afraid to make moves. And when you're winning and you've been successful, you could do that. Yeah, Terry Crisp, uh, he is a Stanley Cup champion coach uh, here with Calgary in 1989. He's part of the Nashville Predators uh, broadcast team. He joins us here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, you know, Crispy, another guy with the Calgary connection, obviously your general manager, David Poyle. And and I think it's great. You know, he, he started here, you know, with the Atlanta Flames and the Calgary Flames with Cliff Fletcher. And uh, it's it's been a long road for uh, for Mr. Poyle to get to the Stanley Cup champion. And uh, you could see it on his face when uh, when you guys clinched the other night. 
you sure could. And, and afterwards, when we were all in the dressing room with the Campbell Trophy there, and, and David was having pictures taken, and, and she and I were standing there, because we've been in the game longer than David, for crying out loud, <laughs> going through it. And, and we both looked and said, you know what? There's the happiest man in the hockey world right now, David Poyle. It's like you took the elephant and the piano and everything else combined, the big ape, right off his back and threw them all out the window because he's finally got a chance and a crack at what he's wanted all his career and never had the chance. And this is the first time he's been to the Stanley Cup Finals. And I don't think there was anybody this this team and this organization was happier for than David Poyle. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and you know, there's a lot of people here in Alberta cheering for the Nashville Predators right now, not, be, not only because one of your owners is a Calgarian, Brett Wilson, but uh, those damn ducks, they took out the Flames, they took out the Oilers, so thank goodness they're not winning a Stanley Cup, Crispy. Uh, just think that we just the Battle of Alberta <laughs> just transferred now down to Tennessee. <laughs> so so let me I'm not ha- sure which other city we're going to. I now, don't I have to ask you. You've watched more of them than the East, and we have seen. Sure. Who do you like? Boy, you know, and, and it to me comes down to goaltending. Craig Anderson was great the other night. Matt Murray has won a Stanley Cup before. I have to give a slight edge to Matt Murray and the and the Pittsburgh Penguins only because they're playing Game Seven at home. Only because they've got a a pretty good player that wears number eighty seven. I think you know who I'm talking about there. Uh, that number seventy one's not too uh, not too shabby either. Uh, I, I, hey, I'd, I'd love to see another Canadian team in the Stanley Cup final, but uh, if I had to put money on it. And I don't like to bet, Crispy. You know that. I, I, I put money on Pittsburgh. What do you think? Easy, big fella. Don't, don't be trying to spread that stuff out there. You're standing pretty thin. I tell the people you're not afraid to make a bet. Put a little gamble out. I know you remember that. Uh, I know. I know. See, I've been watching the series close. I think Ottawa do you? Is, is just they're, on, like, they're so gung-ho. They're, they're hungry. They're up there. They've never been there before. Uh, Pittsburgh, not, and I think they've surprised Pittsburgh. Not, not from not being prepared. Sheila? Oh. <laughs> I just had to take a second off. Sheila grabbed the other phone and started to dial and said, Sheila, I'm talking to Josh. You can't do that. Get off the phone. <laughs> Say hi to Sheila for me. <laughs> Sheila, you apologize to Josh and our fans out there. She apologized. Okay. I know she, I know she was just in Calgary recently because the grandkids are here. So it's all our line, Sheila. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to Ottawa. You're right. That's a team that's got a great defenseman in Eric Carlson. And, and Pittsburgh, I'll put this disclaimer on Pittsburgh, their defense is pretty thin right now. Yeah, they've, they're, uh, they're bruised up, battled a little bit. Uh, we are up front, uh, but haven't mentioned defense. Uh, our guys have started to kick it back into gear. We've always had the reputation for an offensive club yeah. and the defense kicking in for a lot of points and a lot of goals. And Laviolette has got them sort of concentrating now more on getting the puck out of our end cleaner, faster, safer, and standing up in the neutral zone when they when they are attacking, and uh, the, the guys that brought that home to us was the Anaheim Ducks coming through the uh, through the middle of the ice, the neutral zone, like like it was just a field day for them. And Lab finally decided and had his defenseman stand up. So there, are, you know, two kids that I didn't realize was Matt Irwin and Yannick Weber, two defensemen right. that he plays together. They have been so solid, but unheralded. You don't notice them, but they just play a consistent game, a consistent move the puck quick, don't get themselves in trouble, don't overreach, don't think they're going to score 40 goals, 
Just they're playing nice, solid defense along with the rest of them. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting, Chris, man. I'll let you go here because I know obviously Sheila wants to get onto the phone. But, uh, you know, uh, go, going back to David Poyle, <laughs> an amazing trade, you know, picking up Ryan Johansson is too bad he's not going to be able to play in the Stanley Cup final. But then everybody's still talking about, you know, the Shea Weber, P.K. Subin trade. And, boy, that, that's turned out well for both teams, but obviously very well for the Nashville Predators. Yeah, it is. And, you know, they're very similar hockey players. I mean, they both have a cannon. Uh, they both got the wheels. Uh, I, I would give Shea the uh, the edge and maybe the physical aspect of the game doing that one. But P.K. Subban has fit in here very well. And he was sort of a dose of what we needed here in our city. You know, he's got an exuberance. He's not afraid to be seen in public. He does all the right things out with the people, the fans, etc. So they're enjoying him. And I'd imagine he's a happy camper right now, getting a shot at the, at the Stanley Cup with the team that he came from. And he left the city he loved. And he still loves the Montreal fans, and he loves the city and talks about them a lot. But he, like he says, he has a new home, a new team, and he'd dearly love to bring the Stanley Cup here. So. Oh. We're all in accord with them. <laughs> well, Crispy, you and I could talk hockey all night long. I really appreciate your time tonight, and enjoy the Stanley Cup final. Whether it is Ottawa, whether it is Pittsburgh, I know it's going to be fun in Smashville, so uh, you enjoy it, my friend. Thanks, Jock. Thank you very much. And to all of our Calgary fans out there, thank you all so much for 1989. The memories are still fresh and good, and stay with us because you're the best fans in the world. The hockey fans are there for us, and we'll see you all at the rink sometime. Ah, that is too good. Terry Crisp, the one and only Crispy, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. That was too much fun, especially when Sheila tried to interrupt us uh, making that uh, phone call. Anyway, Sheila, we appreciate it. We'll let you get on the phone now. we got to take a break here on Sports Talk with Jock. Uh, if you missed uh, most of that interview, I'm going to put it up on a podcast a little little bit later on here on our website, Newstalk770.com. Sports Talk with Jock. Weekdays from 6.30 to 8 p.m. on Newstalk 770 Calgary, CHQR.